Welcome back to another edition of our weekly market update. Today, we are going to be covering a lot of news related to the office space. Apple pushes return to office this week. However, Netflix subleases their entire Los Gatos campus. Very, very interesting change of events for both companies, and we'll talk about both of them. Next, builder confidence plunges to new low following eight months of decline. We are in a housing recession. Next, NIMBY Housing Silicon Valley. You may have heard this from Mark Andreessen talking about the recent investment into Andrew Newman's wait, uh, Newman's company, Flow, the ex uh, Adam Newman, the ex WeWork founder, and uh, very interesting thing where he's he has this very um, rah rah article about create more housing we need more innovation we need we need these things going on at the same time you will see how he directly wrote to his own city uh when it comes to building in his backyard and last but not least tesla owners in bay area where are these people typically located at so we're going to go over all of these in this week's episode of course if there's any questions feel free to reach out and comment at any time so let's take a look at this week biggest news of the week is apple Apple pushes Bay Area employees into stringent return to office plan. Time is up, everybody. And most, a lot of people have already been back to the office at Apple. And, um, you know, when you think about all the money, all the time, all the effort, not just the money aspect, but the, the mindset and the decision to have all these brand new office campuses, they're not doing it just for fun. They like people to be in the office. There's a there's a level of culture. There's a level of being able to monitor people to see how like how much work they're actually doing. And quite frankly, it's an essential part of a lot of people's a lot of these companies, as I mentioned, culture. Now, the other aspect is there's a lot of people that have been slacking off. A lot of people. Now, you you may have been working a second and third job. Many of them have. And to be fair. Four or five months, four or five months ago, like the there's so much leverage on the employee side to be able to do such things because there is so many opportunities. If somebody doesn't want you to, um, if someone's going to be pushing you to do one thing, you're like, all right, I'm out, move on to the next company. But as there's a lot of contraction going on, even big tech is slowing to hire. There's a lot more pressure to be able to drive more out of the employees. Now, don't complain about traffic and driving back. The traffic is significantly less than before. So that's not even a valid excuse. Right? The traffic to go in and out is significantly less in the Bay Area. Now, a lot of other areas, you look at places like Texas, you look at places like Florida, their traffic is like horrendous, right? Because you have more people move there and also their jobs are not even that flexible. And so you have tons of people moving, uh, going in and out through work. And it's just like the, the, the traffic levels in those areas aren't really supportive of that. So, but in the Bay Area, it's been a lot less traffic. So that's not even a valid excuse anymore. Nevertheless, most of the big tech companies are um, having a move that way. And what will happen is this will naturally prune people, right? So those that say, look, I want to have flexibility of work. You can go try to find another company that has that. If they're still hiring, you can absolutely do that. People have the ability to make their own decisions. But they also know, look, a lot of people will be automatically having to resign themselves, right? Tesla had this had this a while ago. He said, basically, you need to be in the office five days a week. 
If you're not in the office five days a week, we're going to assume you resigned. Boom. Right. And people naturally leave other people. So I've seen them post on LinkedIn myself. Say, look, I didn't like this culture like this. I don't want to be in this atmosphere. I'm out. And they're like, good. We didn't want you anyways. So very, very interesting uh, situation that's happening. And my guess, now that Apple is doing this, um, Meta, along with Google, aka Alphabet, will likely be doing something very similar to be more to be more um, firm with people coming back. So that'll be interesting. Redstoner, thanks for tuning in. Next, very different tell, but it's also different because of what's going on with Netflix as a company, right? Let's just take a look at their stock performance because a lot of this has to do with, in this case, they're just not doing that well. So Netflix has had a, a pretty uh, wild time, right? If we take a look at the stock performance of Netflix, I mean, it. there's some peer that it, it did extremely well, and now it's, you know, back to... 2018 levels, right? So they're not doing very well. They're doing a lot of cost-cutting measures. And depending on their thoughts of their space, they're leasing now their entire Bay Area campus. And this is in Los Gatos. Now, the interesting part is the question is who will pro who would likely take up this space? Um, they laid off already 300 employees in June on top of 150 earlier this year. So just a lot of their spaces is... Um, it's just lost. So it's the question ultimately is like, who's going to actually take this space? It's Netflix is a very interesting player in the corporate real estate side of things because this was actually uh, in Los Gatos, which is not where many other tech companies are. So I'm not sure who will be a player. Maybe it's the neighbor of Roku. But Roku already has a very big newer buildings and office in uh, San Jose next to the airport, next to the, the, so the soccer stadium. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if somebody actually takes this up because Netflix has, has been more remote for a while already. That was just their culture as they went through the, as they, as they got out of COVID. Um, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but it's, uh, it's obviously, this is important news for those that are working on Netflix or just being aware of, of what's going on around Netflix. Next. Uh, builder confident plunges to new low following eight months of decline. Builder confidence in the market for newly built single family homes fell six points in August to 49, according to data. And this is by National Association of Home Builders. Now, this is troubling news, right? Because what's interesting, and I want to bring this up too, there is this notion of lack of housing on one end. And then now you have this other aspect, which is the builders don't want to build. So what is it, right? Is it really lack of housing? Is it a housing shortage or something else? Or now is it oversupply of housing? The truth is actually a lot more complicated. So what, what tends to happen is this. When it comes to building, it's there's shortages in areas, right? You can, you can very arguably say that there's shortages of housing in the Bay Area. Otherwise, why are housing what they are? Why can't more and more people afford it? And why are some people deciding to leave altogether? But it's hard so too, right? Because where are they going to build? The only areas for them to build that actually has a decent amount of land to do a lot of construction tends to be in the outskirts. So if you look at like places in the surrounding areas, like Gilroy, if you look at places like uh, Tracy, if you look at places like uh, Dublin, 
if you look at places like now you go to the northeast side of things, let's say you go all the way to like Vacaville, right? Uh, that corridor between the Bay Area and Sacramento. Um, there's places like in Brentwood, right? So these outskirts area actually has a decent amount of construction if you actually look into it. There's quite a bit of construction going on and there's actually big plans for them to keep doing it. But the question is, how many buyers are willing to go all the way out there, especially if prices decline, they can just sit, they can just move closer and stay closer to the Bay, to the core Bay area. Those are the interesting things that happens when it comes to this kind of dichotomy. It's like there's a housing shortage, but it's very hard to build where a lot of people want to be given just the nature of how things are laid out. Now, the other challenge of this too, when it comes to building confidence is their costs are a lot higher, right? combination they're not selling as fast because they're also to be fair builders tend to also build usually more expensive homes relative to the area so you can get pre-owned for less right that's the premium that you get for for owning a new construction home and so people may just elect for just pre-owned ones that maybe have been lived in for the last 10-15 years that are quite a bit less and so there's there's pressure on the resale of it there's pressure on the cost has been rising right inflation has been rampant throughout including material and labor and so these are all like issues, though, uh, very big issues, because as they stop deciding to even do any projects today, that will have a very lasting impact over the next several years because it doesn't they don't restart right away. They're going to wait it out. They need to clear out the inventory, wait it out and see what happens and then decide to go forward with projects. So uh, very interesting times indeed uh, when it comes to build their confidence. Um, let me see. This one was. So what, the one I want to cover was this one. So we talked about this uh, i think i talked about this last week where x we work ceo startup just raised 325 350 million dollars before uh there was any there's no traction yet um for the company it seems like that company will be acquiring multifamily units or apartment units and then creating like different um community things could be events could be activities could just be facilities uh, for them to want to be, to want to choose to live there. At the same time, they'll probably have to push up rents uh, for those things. So it'll be interesting to see how things play out because otherwise, why, um, uh, what is their game plan of doing? How would they actually even get, earn any money or gain any money? But what's also funny about this is uh, within their own city that they lived in, and they don't even live there the entire time now, after Tin was making a proposal to either build multifamily or build condos in the area, not even that much. I think it's like 25 units or something. And uh, and then they wrote a very, very uh, direct note to the city. Please immediately remove all multifamily overlay zoning projects from the housing element, which will be submitted to the city in July. They will massively decrease our home values, the quality of life of our neighbors and our, and our neighbors, and immensely increase the noise pollution and traffic. Seriously? I mean, it makes sense. There'll be more traffic when you have zero traffic. But um, but uh, really, really interesting to see, right? On one end, that, and that's the problem that we continue to face. And it's also a very just 
inherently big challenge, right? People, I understand both sides. People that they, they spent their money to live in a great area like Atherton, like Palo Alto, like Menlo Park, these very, very great areas. And um, but we need more housing in those prime areas. But they're not willing and, and interested in making these kind of um, these kind of decisions that are needed to actually increase more housing. And to be fair, if it wasn't um, for low, if I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure like who this would qualify for, but if it's from a housing element, it probably is lower income people. Um, but either way, this is kind of the, the nature of things, right? So if it's not in your backyard, whose backyard is it? And a lot of people still have that same attitude and same mindset. So um, a very difficult thing, right? The only other way is you have to build farther out. But then again, there's less people that would want to live out there because you have to factor in commute and factor in traffic. Um, so those are always the challenges when it comes to building any homes. And last but not least, relative to um, flexibility of work, relative to people driving a lot more, Tesla neighborhoods. And this is just a fun small fact because given the Bay Area has a lot of Teslas, these are the Bay Area zip codes with the most electric vehicles. So you may have thought of this is where it would be. You may have not thought. But generally, interesting enough, even though the people in, you know, you would think because of Tesla's EV, and it's just significantly cheaper for ownership, you would think that places that are further out that the commute more will have a significantly higher density than people that are just local. But interesting enough, as you can see, along the San Mateo County, given the, given the price range is certainly higher, but also income is certainly higher, there's a lot more Tesla owners all around this community. This is a really interesting one. This is a evergreen area. So evergreen, actually, that area is the most, um, funny enough, evergreen San Jose, good for you guys, has the highest density of EVs in the Bay Area, even more so than like these other areas of Palo Alto and things like that. And the other hub that's quite interesting, that has quite a, quite a bit, is uh, Tri-Valley. So Tri-Valley, uh, houses are very nice out there, larger homes, and people have to certainly commute a whole lot there. So they are uh, big uh, proponents of owning EVs, given they have to commute a whole lot more. And, and quite frankly, probably their solar is even cheaper and generates more, given it's so much hotter out there. So these are just some small notes and, and interesting things. Now, of course, there's, there's an aspect, too, where uh, an electric vehicle does cost more than, let's say, a Camry uh, or Corolla in these uh, these these uh, gas powering cars, but as the cost drops uh, and or people start to factor in more, uh, then I suspect that you have more and more of these places continue to fill up, especially in the Bay Area where it's so easy to charge. Right, there is charging stations everywhere. It's super convenient. It doesn't take that long, and uh, it does, certainly doesn't take that long. The downside is if you're trying to get a Tesla right now. They have a massive wait list. So you should, if you're even thinking about doing it over the next year, you should probably do it and try to get on the wait list because it's a long wait. Well, that's it for this week. Of course, if you have any questions about the Bay Area market, I would love to have a conversation with yourself to go over a strategy that might work for you, whether you're buying, selling, or investing in the Bay Area or any place in the country. I would love to be your trusted real estate resource. You can find me and my contact details are below, 408-547-4590. See you the next one. I know.